0: Hey everybody, it's Charlie Morgan. Welcome to another video. So I've realised something and I've learned something uh, in the past week and I wanted to record a video to share it with you because realising this has really helped me comprehend and understand how to get what I want in a lot more detail and with a lot more clarity and if I can also help you do the same thing um, then, well, that's probably quite a good thing for everybody. So I was watching a video on YouTube recently um, and it's called Nobel Minds 2017, okay? Um, this is a great video. It's on the channel, well, it's on Nobel Prize's actual channel. Um, it's 43 minutes long and it basically is like, well, it's just a bunch of old dudes discussing stuff, right? And they're clever guys, right? They are biologists and physicists and chemists and very intelligent scientists. And there's also some authors in there. And all of them have won, well, they won the Nobel Prize in 2017 for their respective field. And I was watching this and and every time I watch something, I try and sort of filter the information through the lens of how can I use this to grow my business or my agency and get more clients and get more appointments. You know, we, we have these goals. And then whenever you receive information from a different source outside of the vacuum you're in of business, it's always helpful to apply that to the business to see how it improves. And that's called multidisciplinary thinking. It's a very, very useful skill to have. And I was watching this video uh, about Nobel Prize winners. And what I started to realise is there was there was this section I can't remember where, exactly what section, but there's this section where the one of the guys I can't remember his name, I think he was German, and he was talking about winning the prize and actually achieving the probably every scientist's dream, right, of winning a Nobel Prize for your study, or your research, or the experiment that you ran, and. Like in the scientific community and the film and like um well in the scientific community and a Nobel Prize is the as far as I understand, the most the most prestigious reward. It's the equivalent of actors getting Oscars, right? You know, it's, we all know that. It's the it's the big thing. It's how you it's the ultimate measurement of success. It's the ultimate sort of yardstick that represents true expertise and mastery of a topic or subject. And there's no wonder why the people in that video are all over the age of 60 70 80 years old it's because it takes a lifetime of constant graft and mastery to get to the point where you're recognized in the world by community as an expert by through this 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 trophy or medal or whatever it might be it's the same with the olympics you know obviously with sports and these subjects it's slightly different so how does this apply to business right well what i realized is when i was watching the um the nobel prize winners one of them was talking about like getting the prize and recognising the prize as this little byproduct, And I thought this was really interesting. So let me try and articulate what he said. So his point was that when he started science in university or college, then everybody agreed with this. There was this sort of like, you know, sense of agreement in the room. Like when, when these guys started their careers as scientists, they weren't after the Nobel prize. It wasn't in their scope. It wasn't, it wasn't the goal. Right. The goal for, for them beginning to begin with was to discover new cool shit and become really cool, good scientists and find out cool things and channel their passion for understanding the nature of the world through science. And that was what they loved doing. And that was what they did. And, and they put all of their attention on to staying consistent and just doing the work and basically becoming great scientists. And it just so happens that when they did that, the Nobel Prize was the thing that followed. And so what I found really interesting about this, and I was, I was watching this, and obviously like, you know, to, to win a Nobel Prize, it's like the equivalent of, it's, it's the best of the best, right? You're watching a room of all these great people. And I realized that all of these guys won this Nobel Prize. They didn't go after it. It wasn't their objective. It wasn't their end goal. It wasn't their North Star. And it probably still isn't, even now that they've got it. Their objective and North Star is the work, right? This is an interesting thing. Because we've got to recognise that achievements in the form of in the form of symbols that represent status and mastery are not the main thing for these people and all successful people. And so, what you'll observe with athletes, for example, and you know, for, with Olympians and with actors, you know, when we find that we've got gold medals or silver medals or we've got Oscars, like of course it's you, when you're a, when, you, when you're when when you're an athlete and i'm not an athlete so maybe i'm wrong here but i could i could imagine that the same principle overlaps when you're an athlete you set out you don't want to necessarily get a gold medal you want to win right and you want to win but you also want to do the sport you love the sport you love the grind you love the the hustle whatever the hell that means and you like applying yourself to painful situations every day and that's what you do the work for you're working to win you're working to become victorious but the idea of a gold medal is sort of, it's not the main reason that gets you up in the morning. It's being, it's a base, basically knowing that you're the best is the reason that you do it. And so I thought this was an interesting thing when you apply it to business, because a lot of new entrepreneurs, they set a goal for themselves. I want to make 10k a month. I want to make 100k a month. I want to make 50k a month. And you've got to recognize that when you do that, you're like the scientist that starts his career just wanting a Nobel prize. Like, manifestations of success in that form are nothing but manifestations of success. You have to have the success in order to have them. And so you don't actually want to go chasing the result, you want to go chasing the process. And by chasing the process, the result will actually be produced as a byproduct. This is a really big shift in thinking that I've developed over the last six months. Um It's one of the main paradigm shifts. I tend to have like one big paradigm shift every like three to four months. Um This year, it's been Non-binary state thinking, um, belief system. It's like, oh, I'll explain the story for another day, but like this is another one. We don't chase byproducts because you can't chase byproducts. You have to chase the thing that produces them. And so a Nobel Prize or an Oscar or a gold medal or a hundred K a month in your business, they are the byproducts. They're results. They're effects. They're not causes. If you understand how cause and effect works, it gets quite straightforward to understand why this is true because you've got to realise that, like, take Warren Buffett, for example. Dude, if you watched the documentary on HBO about Warren Buffett, dude had no fucking idea he'd be a billionaire. It's the same with any billionaire. The, the money and the fame and the success comes as a byproduct of a relentless focus and love for a specific company or field of expertise. And so when you when you go out and you set out a goal for yourself financially, what you're doing is you're basically ignoring the fact that your goal should be to be like the best and to become the best and to work every day. And if you focus on that, then what you actually want will come in droves. Because the person that's driven by the, the end goal and the person that's driven by the process of getting the end goal, well, who do you think is more likely to actually do the process and follow it through? And have the expectation set that it's going to take a lot of time, a lot of pain and blood and sweat and tears and all this emotional shit that comes with trying to grow ourselves. Well, it's going to be the person that doesn't actually want the result. It's the person that wants the process. And if you want the process, then the goal becomes the process and the process becomes the goal. And everything lines itself up and things get really easy. Because you're no longer stressed about how far you are in relation to a specific target. But instead, you recognize that any small step forward is actually a good thing. Right. And so this is what I learned watching that Nobel Prize thing. Because when these guys admitted when they sat out, the Nobel Prize wasn't even, didn't even enter their minds. It wasn't even on their mind. They were just focused with running cool experiments and finding out really cool things and building great partnerships with the scientists to discover new things in the world. And by doing that and by getting good at that and focusing relentlessly on that and not even worrying too much about the outcome of, of that in terms of what they get from it, then they got everything. And so this is a, this, there's a, there's a really cool mental model that applies to this and it's called hyper intention and hyper intention applies on a macro and micro level. So from a micro level, hyper intention is where it's the professional athlete in, it's the, it's the quarterback at a football game who actively thinks about the, the throw before they throw it. Right. If you think about exactly what you're doing before you, when you do it at an expert level, you interfere with your ability to actually play well, because you want to operate purely out of instinct and rely on your experience instead of actually cognitively processing exactly what it is you're doing. So you imagine you're you're, you're a quarterback and hyperintention is when you go to throw the ball and just as you're about to throw it, you, you think like cognitively think it needs to go there or that. That's not what they do. These guys, they snap the ball, they receive it and they just, they just throw it wherever they want to throw it. It's not a cognitive process. These guys have got split seconds to make incredibly difficult decisions. And the way they do that is by practicing a lot. And over time, their muscles and their minds and the connection to those muscles understands where the ball should be thrown best based on tens of thousands of little small pieces of stimuli that are recognizable and patterned throughout all their practice and their the way the reason they're so good is just because they practice so much because they've tuned their muscles. As soon as you think in that situation, all of that experience and that state of flow that you've built up is interfered with. And that's called hyperintention. intention. And so the paradox of intention is that when you try so much to do something, it actually gets harder because you're interfering with a very powerful mechanism, which is basically your subconscious mind and muscle memory, right? And those things are actually what produce the result in sports. So another example of this is sales calls. If your entire intention is just to close the person, it won't close because the sales call is far more about diagnosis and meeting people heart to heart and understanding the nature of their problems before you even start thinking about closing them. And then when you do close them, like it should be with their best interests, not yours. And so what I see a lot of people do on sales calls is they go in with this hyper intention of whatever was within their best interests. And then they do not get what is within their best interest because they're just so focused on what's their best, what's within their best interest. So it's a really weird thing. It's the same with sports. Um, I used to have this, I used to play video games. I used to play Call of Duty. And I'd go around like with a sniper rifle and quick scope, right? It was my favorite thing to do. And like, I was amazing at it when I didn't think, like when I was listening to a podcast or music or I wasn't really engaged with the, the video game. And I'd just run around and just pop these shots and get some great clips. But as soon as I started to think, oh, Around this corner, or I need to. This is what I need to. Like it just you interfere with that process, and so that's on a micro level. Macro is what we see manifesting itself with Nobel Prize winners and other things like that, where the intention is not like it's not. It doesn't flip the paradox. They're not so focused on the end result. They don't get it. They focus. They un- They understand the end result. I'm not saying that you should completely forget about it, because I'm sure a lot of them, when they got through their careers, they thought, you know, it would be nice to get a Nobel Prize. But they didn't make that the main thing that they were working for. They were working for the work because they loved the work. And the byproduct of that was the prize. And so this is the great, this is the cool thing with business. You can realize is you can still set a goal. You still want to make 10k a month, 100k a month, whatever it looks like. But that shouldn't be the reason you're working. The reason you're working should be because you want to do the work and because you love to do the work. And for as long as you love to do the work and want to do the work and do the work and make your goal doing the work, then you'll win. And so this is the same thing for appointment setting with an agency. You do not want to set, you do not want your goal to be to book appointments. You want your goal to be to consistently do the action that gets you the appointments. Because if your goal is the action, then the thing, the byproduct will come as a result of the action. Whereas if you're focused relentlessly on the end goal, you'll get confused and you won't actually do anything. And so it's a, it's a non-binary thing. You still want goals. I'm not saying you should forget all about them but you still want to sort of have these objectives and these targets and these these milestones because otherwise you don't know what you're working for and where you're headed and that's just chaos. But once you understand them, then you should recognize that the way to achieve them is through the work, right? And it's a very self-explanatory thing to do. It's quite an easy thing to understand, but without actually processing this and being able to observe it in different fields of discipline like science, is not an easy thing. So. That's everything for today's training video it's not really a training video i don't like all these training videos um i'm so used to recording videos for our paid program and they are genuine like monsters They're like two to three hour videos that go into outreach and sales calls and like proper deep level agency stuff that our clients love which is awesome but if you like this video press the like button because it helps me help you and it also means that other people in your situation will receive videos like this um, which might help them as well. So if you want to help people, you can like the video. Um, comment if you have anything to say um, or want to add anything specifically to this, because that would be quite useful for me and perhaps for you. Um, subscribe. That's the other thing. I literally forgot, like I'm recording a YouTube video. Hit the subscribe button. Um I, this is this this is the cool thing. Like now that I can apply this, I don't really have a subscriber goal. Right? My goal for this YouTube channel is not to get to 10,000 subscribers or 100,000 subscribers. My goal is to produce really riveting and interesting content. And I understand that by making that the goal, whatever I could possibly want from YouTube will come in time. And this is a cool hack. You can apply this to so many things. Now yeah, you want more sales calls. Well, stop focusing on the number of sales calls you're getting and start focusing on the inputs. This is an, it's an input and output thing. If you want the output, you just focus on the input. Okay, so unfortunately my phone died there, Um, but yeah, as I was explaining, it's a really good little mental hack just to use inversion to get what you want. Like to get what you want, you kind of have to do the opposite. Um, So yeah, subscribe, comment, like, in the link, in the description, sorry, there'll be two links. The first link will take you through to a funnel that will explain what we do and how we can help your agency get more clients. To date, we've helped 120 agencies systemize their business, grow. We've had one guy go from zero clients to 10K a month in four months. We've had another guy go from zero to 14 clients in three months. We help people go from zero to five clients in a month. We're very good at what we do and we can help agencies get clients. If you've got an agency and you want more clients, check it out. You can see some testimonials on that link. Um, If not, by all means, you crack on with these videos and keep watching. But if you've got a problem with acquisition or systemization, we can solve it. Um, also, there will be a link to a Facebook group in the description. Um, what I'm going to do is start building the Imperium Agency Club, which is going to be a great community to help you guys get more clients. Obviously, we have the Facebook group for us to make business happen and to make sales. But the intention and strategy we have is to give you so much damn value that you feel like the only way to move forward is to actually buy our stuff because we're going to give you so much stuff for free that you'll be amazed. That's everything from me. I'll talk to you in the next video. Take care.